Welcome to the Pro Wrestling For You podcast. Snap, crackle and cheap pops. And here's your host, Mr. Phil Woodvine. It's Lucy Openshaw. Lucy, how the devil are you doing? Hey, do you know what? I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad. It's sunny. You know, it could be worse. It's, see, there we are. Optimism right out the gates. I don't think it's a northern thing because I was speaking to Mad Dog the other day, Mark Angus, and he's just the most positive, optimist, oh, yeah. least negative person in the world. But I did set myself a target of trying to break him on the podcast. And at Excellent. one hour on the dot, he dropped the F bomb and it was just, oh, it was beautiful. It That's was beautiful. amazing. Um, I don't think I'm going to give you an hour to try and break you. <laughs> I think a couple of questions, and I think we could uh, we could get you to say your first swear word. I think we'll be oh, good. no, it's it's not going to take long, I don't think. It'll probably be when my <laughs> mum comes upstairs and says something to me, and I'm like, come on, a fucking podcast, mother! So, so. so if we kind of hear in the background your mum saying, Lucy, that mouth on you, we, we oh, know what it's about. She's totally used to it, unfortunately. <laughs> she's just as bad as me, to be fair, so, you know... I mean, you can't, let, let's be honest, you can't be in the wrestling business and not swear. It's it's no. sweaty, it's stressy. We put up with a lot of weird stuff. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you oh, yeah. Go swearing. So, for obviously, the benefit of the pressing few fans, most of which would be kind of like listening to this, that won't necessarily know that much about you. Could you give us a little bit of an introduction about some of the stuff you've done in this business and who is Lucy Openshaw? Who am I? I am... Um... Oh, who am I? Who, who am I? Who That's a good question. This is going very th- philosophical. Is that the right word? Ph- philosophical. Um, I am predominantly a fan um, of wrestling and I just so happen to have been ridiculously lucky and managed to work for a few companies doing ring announcing and social media and interviewing and I've been put for a table. So, yeah, it's been... Um, been an interesting uh, 18 months let's put it that way wow you've only been in you've been in this business less than two years yeah yeah my first show was the 10th of february last year that's insane so i mean for, obviously for anyone that's um won't necessarily know uh, like how we've kind of got to know each other we've got quite a strange story now we this do. this kind of shows people in this business that even if you're at a show and you kind of worried about saying hello to everyone and not shaking people's hands and all the typical stuff that goes along with this business. It goes so much further than this. I mean, so do mm. you want to give uh, people a little bit of a catch-up? How do we even know each Well, other? I mean, short story is you ended up in my hotel room using my hair straighteners, um, I believe, or <laughs> something along <laughs> those lines. But before that, um, you know, we uh, were in Costa Coffee, I believe, other shops are available um and it was the weekend before no it was the weekend of the um wwe uk tournament um which was my first ever show ever 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 live show um and i was there with my partner at the time rick um aka leon gray uh his wrestler name and we were just sat in costa just you know waiting for well, just passing time, really, until the show started. Um, and then um, you guys sort of sat near us, or we sat near you. And I think Leanne noticed that we were wearing wrestling T-shirts. And then that was it from then on. Um, we, you know, we started chatting and, you know, that's, that's you know, that's it. We, 
that's how it started. Um, Strange old business, isn't it? Because, like, it was literally just that simple. Yeah, we were in, a, in the coffee yeah. shop. I think you two were there before us. So obviously, to the person G fans, um, Leon Gray was known as uh, Ricky Nitro. That's kind of what he, what he did for us. But yeah. you, two, you two were sat there. There was a spare table next to you, the only table that was kind of going. We jump in, we start talking about wrestling. We can see you guys looking at us because we're saying the W word. And when you say the W word out in public, other wrestling oh, fans yeah. know what they're listening for. And then we yeah. kind of started... I think, I don't know who would have made the first word. We just kind of said hello, talked about the business. I think Ricky was already following pro wrestling for you. I'm pretty certain that's yeah, right. Yeah, but... he, he, he'd already heard of you guys. I hadn't a clue, I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't know who bloody Triple H was at that point. So, you know, I hadn't a, I hadn't a fucking clue. Um, See, that, that would feel better then. Not, the fact that you were not pro wrestling for you is, but the fact that you didn't know who Triple H is, I feel a little nah, bit better. I mean, I'd heard the name, but, I did, you know, it's not a clue. <laughs> And so it was actually from there because that was the uh, I think it was the second night, so it would have been the Sunday. Yes. Yeah, um, it was the Sunday. Yeah. And we checked out of, like myself and my ex partner Leanne had already checked out of uh, the hotel, so we're just kind of like you. We're just trying to waste the day. We've got our bags and stuff uh, in Leanne's car and a car park somewhere. We're just trying to waste the day. Mm. But um, when you get kicked out of a hotel at sort of ten, eleven in the morning, the show's not till seven at night. You've got yeah. A Especially in Blackpool, there's only so many. It's arcades. out of season as well, and it was it was a, it was a shitty day if I remember correctly. So it's like yeah, well, it was January, so it was just cold as fuck. Yeah, windy, it was rainy, and there's only so many cafes and those two p machines and arcades you can play on before you think, oh, oh yeah. we've got six hours to kill. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. This just kind of shows it's such a weird kind of day and age especially just kind of like meet people so we just obviously sat there between the four of us having a brew didn't really know each other obviously ricky would have knew a bit about the, my company but not not necessarily me and after an hour or so i don't know like who left first i think uh, yourself and leanne gave each other each other's numbers because you i mean yeah. you said we still got a b&b and we're not checked out i mean the b&b owners are cool with us staying there yeah leave. they were brilliant they let us have the hotel until like late later on in the day which was really cool. travel lodges travel lodges definitely don't do that shit so hats off to oh, the b&b you need, you need to get to go to a good a good 20 pound a night b&b <laughs> it was really really nice i built up in my head what a b&b would look like and that really wasn't it and it was you got a lot for your money oh yeah belting breakfast as well yeah it was great and so just from that, just from, I think, yourself and Leanne uh, getting each of the numbers, and you just said, you know what, if you're stuck full of room to just get changed in later, give us mm. a bell. And yeah. I like, took your number, and I think we, I don't know who left first. And we, we didn't kind of think of it. We thought the day will go a lot quicker, and it'd be cool if we see you at a show and yeah. whatever. But then day drags on, so we go, oh, okay, look, well, message, is this a bit weird going to a couple we don't know's hotel room? <laughs> Oh, because I'm sure it's very this wrestling, told, isn't it? It's very yeah. wrestling. I mean, I'm sure this story could be told on one of those Netflix documentaries where we get oh, kids yeah. and so on and so forth. But it all worked out really, really well. We, you, know, you gave us the, um, I think you, I don't remember if you met us by the venue in Tukati B and B or whatever it was. We got changed in your room, which again was cool, but weird all in one when you don't know people. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't using the hair straighteners. I'm just going to put this one out there. Was it Leanne uh, who was using them? Yeah, presuming she's yeah. 
is the girl of the two, so she does take the lion's share of the girly stuff. Not all the girly yeah. stuff. I, I have my moments. I have face packs <laughs> and, and feet peels and all this kind of shit. But yeah, for the most part, she was the girl. But and then obviously we yeah we uh, kind of hung out a little bit. We saw you at the show. We added all each other on Facebook. Um, we've since had Ricky down to, to our show to perform. We were going to have you at some point, but we're going to. Uh, change it up slightly. We're going to have you as a manager, but then we kind of wanted you reported and Corona kicks Yeah, in. yeah. So it's, it's nuts. But what no. like, the chances of all that happening is really, really slim. But you know what? It happened, and it's really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's and like I've worked with Leanne a couple of times since as well, and you know she helped me out up at TNT, and because we we came up to TNT and saw you guys there as well. Oh, yeah um a couple of times and then like rick's the main like he, well not main but he does a lot of the ring crew up there as well and you know it's just weird how everything works out isn't it yeah and it's a bit of a testament to just like how awesome i'm going to chuck myself in, in this as well but how awesome the four of us are now you're not with rick anymore i'm not with mm-hmm. but we're all still really good friends we're all oh, getting yeah. we've got you know, cats between the two of you we've got a dog between the two of us we had Leanne and um, Boris, her, new, her boyfriend, down on my show, which some people were kind of a bit like, Phil, why are you doing this? But you know what, Boris, really nice guy, really, yeah. really sound, cannot fault him at all. No, exactly. I think it's, it's, it is a testament to being, being grown up. Isn't that weird? But, the first you know time I mean? anyone ever accused me of being a grown up, and I don't know if I like no, it. but it's I, I, I mean I don't particularly like it, but I, I like the fact that we're all still really cool with each other, and you know, I don't, I, you know, it, it's just cool. It, it's just cool, like you know, and especially in this business where we're still going to be working together and seeing each other, you know, we didn't we didn't end on bad terms, so there's no point in falling out, and you know, and that's it. It's just it is what it is, and yeah, that's it. It's it's all cool. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't say it better than that. It is what it is. Just get on, crack on. Who really cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. No drama. Exactly, exactly. So what would, have led you, what would have led to you going to that show? So you're like a brand new fan of like sort of two, three years tops. What kind of inspires you to go, you know what, I'm going to give wrestling a try? Because a lot of people sit on the fence with wrestling. They either assume they might not like it. Oh, I thought I'd hate it. Um, I, I honestly thought I'd hate it. So the first night, I only went because Rick wanted to go. Like, I, I saw that the tickets were on sale and my mate Jimmy was like, oh, Rick would love this. And I was like, oh, God, okay, go on then. So I was like, I showed it him and he was like, oh, sweet, okay, yeah, we'll get tickets. And um, so we got the double night tickets sort of thing, thought, thought we'd make a weekend of it. And um, But I was fully expecting not to enjoy it. And the first night I was like... I, brought my phone, I had Pokemon Go on it, I had my Kindle, I was like, right, well, I'll just let him have his, have his two hours of, what, of watching people in the little skimpies doing a little wrestle, that's fine, and I'll, you know, I'll just sit and be like, oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it, you know, sort of thing. But then it was me getting involved, and me like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever seen, like, just getting, the more and more matches that happened, the more and more I was getting into it, and liking the characters, and wanting people to do well, and you know, it was just—I just did not see it coming. It so, hit me like it hit me like a power bomb. It really did. Like I literally just could not see it happening. I don't know why I'm singing um, Miley Cyrus, kind of like wrecking ball, but hit me like a, like a wrecking ball. Yeah, 
We, we, we can do it. We'll turn that into a T-shirt. I, I have a yeah. sneaky suspicion, because knowing what you're like, we're going to turn several kind of comments and phrases today <laughs> into merch. So we'll, we'll, split the, we'll split the royalties. It's all good. So what, what, was it, what was it from that show that kind of made the penny drop? So would, would it have been... Because, I mean, it's a guess. You're a smart girl. I'm guessing you, you were at least smarted up to what wrestling is I mean, it's a yeah it's... oh yeah I've, i was fully aware that it was all like you know predetermined and stuff um but the fact that the sort of drama in it like oh is it is it gonna pin is he gonna pin is he gonna get to the three? Oh no he's not okay so you know what i mean like a bit of a bit i just like the drama of it all and i like the characters like i instinctively fell fell like in not in love in a weird way but i just instantly loved trent seven uh, I don't know what I mean, he, he is the nicest guy in the world. Oh, he's the coolest man ever. Just um, properly, properly, just the coolest guy ever. I mean, he is love, the coolest guy in the world. Guy. Cheeky, funny, he ticks every box. And I'm not yeah. going to lie, he kind of makes me a little bit sexually confused. That's what it is. I can understand that. Like, I don't fancy him. I just I, like, adore him as, as, as uh, well, all of him, really. I just think he's meant. Um, yeah. you know, and and I hated Pete Dunn from the minute I saw him. I detested him. Um, I think it was the hair. I just didn't like the hair. Um, and it, I just found myself getting into wanting to know the characters more. And like, I loved Mandrews. I loved his pop punk. I loved his like Blink One Eight Two sort of style. And yeah, it just all. I was just getting very, very invested with it all. And then I knew who Finn Balor was. So when Finn Balor came out, I was fangirling because I actually <laughs> knew who he was. I was like, oh, my God, I know who he is. Um, and, yeah, it just it just escalated uh, rapidly from there. This, for me, is like a really, really... It's such a strange thing to hear because, on, this was like two years ago. Yeah. Um, me, I mean, what, what's the age difference between me and, you, me and you? How old are you now? I'm 31. So there's five years difference. So there's not like a great uh, gap of sort of difference at that point. There's not another generation gap. I've been watching wrestling. I am. I'm, do you think I was okay, younger? Cool. I, I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know. You can't I, tell these days with when you when you get to like 25, you can either look 25 or 35. Like there's no in between. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm going to take it as a compliment. I'm having that one that you you could have almost, that one. Almost be my cougar. You never know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be thirty six in about a week, probably a few days by the time this this drops, somewhere there or thereabouts. So yeah, I'll be thirty six in about a week anyway. But um, so there's not there's not a generation gap between us. No. But no. I, I've been watching wrestling since the very late eighties. I'm talking eighty eight, eighty nine, that kind of thing. And I had a, an uncle yeah. that would take these bits off Sky right through to the middle of the the nineties, and I kind of like. Especially with that era of wrestling, I fixated on the characters, the personalities, the vibrancy of it all. And by comparison, I think today's product, I don't want to say it's not dull, but it's, I always kind of think because it's, it's just presented a bit different. There's not as much face paint and colourful attire and things like yeah. that. But you've just said that there is. And I think that's like such a really eye-opening point that I... Look at the eighties, early nineties wrestling with rose-tinted specs. Is oh, colourful, larger than life. And today's product, by comparison, really isn't. But you're looking yeah. at it 
such fresh eyes that yeah. you're saying compared to normal life and all this sort of thing, today's wrestling really is that vibrant. I mean, I've, I've obviously now seen, you know, what happened with like wrestling in the 80s and, and the 90s and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there is a difference, but I was still like absolutely captivated by it. Well, I think that kind of highlights when people talk about wrestling being better back in today. Uh, I tried to emulate your voice and badly didn't work. We're going to move on. But when people talk <laughs> about wrestling nostalgia, saying that the uh, the attitude era was the absolute best, they did nothing wrong. It's got that ear, that air of uh, really because if you go back and look, I watched Gold Dust versus Blue Dust from. St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and that was shit. The drizzling shit. I think, I think as well, it's what you sort of um, watch for the first time. You'll always... So, for example, uh, my favourite band's Blink-182. I think that their best album, and no album will ever top this, is Enema of the State, because that's the first album that I heard from them, and that was the first album that got me in love with them. So it's like the first thing that the first thing that gets you into something. I think that's your, where your passion starts, and that's where your heart will always be. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, so whatever kind of sets the hook nice and early, that's always your yeah, bit. yeah. That I mean, obviously there'll be other theories that don't work like that, but that's you know, I think that's a lot of people's um, why a lot of people like. I mean, obviously the attitude era was amazing, um, but yeah, people sort of love what they what they see first if that makes sense because that's what they that's what yeah. they got the passion from you know what i think you've hit the nail on the head there i yeah. honestly i i i know you, again we'll stick that on a t-shirt i was right <laughs> um but no i honestly think you've hit the nail on the head there just whatever kind of gets your attention first and foremost you can only have one first like one first impression and that's yeah maybe that's what it is yeah Ooh. Who knew we were going to get so philosophical on a... Philosophical, uh, on a, I know, right? I mean, you can, you can almost say the word. It's great. It's great. I know. I, I'm getting there. <laughs> uh, before I'm going, to, I'm going to start like sort of asking you a couple of questions, I've got to give you uh, a little comment. Now, I don't remember for the life of me who said this uh, to me, but I was trying to describe you to someone that I know, and they right. didn't know if they knew you or not. And, I was, and um, so I was kind of like giving... Oh, yeah, she... Um, this must have been after the Fight the Good Fight show that you promoted. So they said, oh, yep. reporter, promoter, interviewer, um, very, very northern. Um, <laughs> and he said, oh, you mean like the, like the, she's like a female drill? <laughs> oh, my God. And there was that moment of, no, she doesn't look anything. Oh, you mean the voice? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a female I can get drill. the voice. I can, I can get, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're from different parts. He's more, he's more uh, wigging, uh, but I mean, it's it's only like twenty minutes away. But yeah, we are very. I am very northern. Yeah, yeah. I can't just, deny it. I'm ridiculous. know how I did it, but uh, but you know, what? I think that just makes you more organic. You're not trying to sound so bland. Like, hey, well, I'm a northern bird. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> So, like, we'll, we'll drop back a tiny little bit. So, obviously, you've gone to the WWE United Kingdom uh, very first show. You've mm-hmm. fallen in love, you love at first sight with it. What then leads to you thinking, I want to go from being a fan to a performer? What's the sort of, um, thing, or the sort of point well, for that? Well, to be honest, 
Rick started training um, at Fighting Spirit in Liverpool and he'd come back and he'd be like, oh, it was amazing. I've met so many amazing people. It was so good. It was so good. And I was like, I'd love to come down and watch. So I was like, I'll come down and watch one night. And like, I, everyone, in, like, I met like, you know, JD and Gibson and everyone. And they were all absolutely lovely. Really nice. Really, you know, welcoming. Um, and I was watching the drills and stuff and I was like, it'd be quite interesting to see if I could do this. Like, it all looks a bit scary, but I'm intrigued if I can do it. And it's, it'll be good for my fitness. It'll be good for, you know, my mental health, getting me out and doing exercise and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought, I'll give it a go one time. And I was like, you've just got to take it easy on me, though, because, you know, I've not run since school. Um, <laughs> so doing drills and stuff and getting out of breath was just like, nah, you know, Um but then I really enjoyed it and everyone was really um, uh, positive and um, supportive and stuff like that. And I tried I tried it and it's not for me because it hurts. Um, and I don't have the confidence to throw myself about. So, it's, like... It's a very weird it's... discipline, do you not, do you not think? Because you have to... Your body tells you if you're going to get hurt or thrown to yeah. not make it happen. You have to rewire your brain to say, yeah. no, 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 trust me, brain, I've got yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. It is it's exactly. such a... I always refer to wrestling as uh, being a discipline. Like, I think the D-word discipline needs to be put out there a lot more because it's not just a case of, oh, you're going to hit me, I'm going to pretend it hurts. You've got to rewire it your... Hurts. Thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was... Uh... I, I think I did about probably did about four or five months training, um, and I just couldn't I just couldn't get the knack of of being okay with being hurting myself. Do you know what I mean? Like I couldn't. Yeah. It, 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 like I did a flip bump and I got a headache for like a day, and I was just like, nah, can't do it. Like it just it, I just I'm a boss, so I was just like, it's not for me. But I still wanted to be part of the you know the 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 wrestling side of it because they like my friends and you know I wanted to be just part of like the the I don't know how to say it I know a lot of people refer to it as the boys but you know we're not the boys we're the people do you know what I mean but like I want to I want to be sort of I, I didn't I, I didn't want to just go back to being a fan knowing all the wrestlers themselves now as friends if that makes sense yeah. like yeah. I wanted to spend time with my friends as well as watching wrestling um but i didn't really know how to go about it and then um leanne was like oh you should come to tnt and you know sort of shadow me and see how like i sort of get on and see if you like doing all that kind of stuff and i went and loved it and then i i actually went to drills company this is wrestling um and he was like oh yeah you could do a bit of interviewing if you want and i was like <laughs> oh belting I'll give it a go. So I give that a go, and then um, he was like, "Oh, do you want to uh, introduce the women's match?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll give that a go as well. Why the hell not?" And then I've just sort of put it out there that that's what I wanted to do. And then Breed got in contact with me, and we're like, "We're a brand new company. Do you fancy giving you know this a try?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm a brand new ring announcer. This could go tits up massively." And they were like, oh, it's right. We're, you know, we're all new in this together, you know, sort of thing. And I was just like, well, that's a very good attitude to have. Um, yeah, I like, like, I like that. 
I went in and I was like, you know, I'm not going to be perfect. Um, I'm going to fuck up a lot. Um, but if you're happy with that, and they were like, well, we're all in it together. We're all learning together. It'll be fine. Um, and uh, yeah, a few fuck ups later, I'm still fucking up. So, you know, it's fine. I don't know anyone in, in this business that doesn't fuck up. I mean, yeah, you can, look, you can look at anyone, whether it's wrestlers, whether it's backstage staff, whether it's referees. Like, there's fuck ups still going today. Like, it's such a weird business. I think if you just roll with it, if you slip exactly. on an apron, you. Uh, this is my own personal thing. I almost every time I've ever done a show, I'll crotch my bits getting over the middle rope. I don't know if that's like an age thing. Uh, it's not. I'm not bragging because it's not that bit that gets caught. It's the other <laughs> bit. Um, but they they just get caught on the ropes for some reason, and I think I don't know if I've. Uh, I'm not, not going to say Captain Longballs on a podcast. I have to study. Wow, wow. Uh, but wow. things think I know things happen, and it's one of them things. I mean, I find You've the just best way. Haven't you? Very apt comments. We're talking about talking about balls. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, see, I, I find the best way to sort of. Set the set the bar, set the hook, call you want to call it, is to purposefully mess up so that they kind of think it's part of the act. Yeah. So I my biggest fuck up today was um, I did Will Ospreay's Wrestle Talk show um, yeah. down in London, the No Fans Monday, just literally as Corona was hitting and ruining lives. Um, so I. Like, got the ring announcing gig, which I was just like, shit, this is fucking huge. Like, oh, my God. And um, I introduced uh, Will Ospreay as B Priestley's girlfriend. <laughs> Live on YouTube. We've now had about 200,000 views. And I introduced potentially one of the best wrestlers in the world. Incorrectly. Um, and I didn't realise until I got off off the ring and Rick went, you do realise what you just did there? And I was like, no, he was like, you said B Priestley's girlfriend. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I've managed the entire show without any fuck ups. And literally the last person I was announcing, I fucked up. Um, and did people were on Twitter going, he, he sort of laughed it off. He, he laughed it off. Thank God. Um, I was like, oh, my God, that's it. Now I'm never going to be working for anybody ever again. I've just completely, you know what I mean? And he was just, he just laughed it off. He was like, oh, no, it's right. And then people thought that it was part of the act. And I was just like, oh, should have just rolled with it. Yeah. Instead, I just went online and I just went, oh, I've just fucked up, whatever. But either way, it works. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not, like, cancelled from anywhere, I don't think. <laughs> This is this is one of them things that obviously I, I've seen a bit of that show and I'm sure lots of people would have watched it and all this sort of thing. But how many people would have watched it had they not heard that you just called Will Ospreay a girl? Yeah. It's yeah. one of them things. Eh? If controversy creates cash, stealing a bit of a phrase from Eric Bischoff, I think that's a bloody good way of doing it. I mean... It got me on Botchamania, which is, you know, a tick, isn't it, really? See, even I'm not on Botchamania, and I fuck up loads. Yeah, I was but... well proud of that. <laughs> Do you is that on people's bucket list? It was on mine. It was definitely on mine. I was like, I really, I, like, you know you've made it when you get on Botchamania. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't think anything's going to beat Henry T. Grodd falling off the stage of wrestling. Oh my god, that was the funniest thing in the entire world. I was sat there and saw it live happen, and I just I could have cried for him whilst laughing. But yeah, give him credit. He got he got up, got in the ring, and got oh, on. With he him. did. He was a warrior. I, I don't yeah. know what I would have done in that in that scenario. Like I've fallen over the um, like the, the ring skirts are usually quite slippy. I said twanged me gonads on, on the middle rope, top rope, if it would have been a rumble getting chucked over, things like that. Yeah. But I don't know what I would do if I'd fallen face first off an entranceway, six foot. I, I don't know what I would do. No. It, oh, bless God bless him. Because he, he, he worked that like a champ. Like, you know, he... Yeah. Yeah. Bless if him. anyone listening to this has never, doesn't really understand what we're going on about, just type in Henry T. Grodd's Botchamania, Wrestle Island. He literally yeah. stacks it so bad, but yeah, double art. He's a double art bastard. So yeah, I'm and sure, it was I'm a sure legit stack as well. Like it was, it was a legit. You know, there's no. That was real. You know. <laughs> yeah, there's no like, oh, I'm gonna fall over like he's slipping on a banana skin. He literally boosh ass over. Yeah, bless him. Yeah. Hats off to Henry T. Grodd. I don't know if he'll listen to this. Hopefully he does. But honestly, mate, I thought the world of you after that. I mean, I thought the world yeah. of you, man. After that. He's a good egg. Of, he's a very good egg. Uh, speaking of good eggs, you've mm-hmm. gone from obviously being uh, in, in a very, very short space of time, ring announcer, interviewer, uh, reporter for wrestling, travel, loads of things like this. But mm-hmm. you're also a promoter as well. I mean, I'm not a promoter. I just put a show on. Like, it's weird that. Yeah, but I don't feel like a promoter. It's a weird one. I don't feel like a promoter. I just felt like I am. I put on a show, and a lot of a lot of people helped me with it. Um, and you know, it was a massive, it was a massive job for loads of people. You know, it was it was. I'd have been I'd have been fucked without a lot of people. Let's put it that way. Um, it was a it was a lot of people helping out. Um. And uh, yeah, it, the the main aim was to raise money and awareness for mental health, and I think we did it. So we raised over four grand. So that's, that's... A, that is fantastic. I mean, it's, yeah. I, I seriously take my hat off to you for that. Even for the first time thing, and you said you had lots of people helping, and obviously a lot of wrestlers would have contacted you and said, "I want in, I want to do whatever I can." But so how did the how did the wheels kind of get put in motion for that? Because it was called Fight the Good Fight. It was yeah. November. November the third last year, is that right? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I just it, wrestling travel helped a lot. I was like, I want to do something like, you know, I want to sort of use the sort of position that I've been absolutely blessed with to sort of do good. So that makes it like and raise awareness and stuff. And I I've struggled with 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 mental health problems before, and you know, I just thought wrestling's really helped me through some really shitty times um and i just thought combine the two and you know see if i can see if i can do it and yeah it happened and yeah it was just it, oh it was amazing it was it was so good it was just yeah, amazing. I, I think you've just hit on something that everyone i've spoken to when doing these podcasts and everyone i speak to on a day-to-day basis performers in this business whether whether you're the dj whether you're the ref the wrestler we need this this is like our uh sort of safe house 
Um, oh, 100%. Our, our safe yeah. space where we get to hang out with very like-minded people, very artistic, yeah. very creative. Sometimes they're very sensitive. Sometimes the very shyest people come out of their skin so much. Yeah. And think this business is just is transformed them from David into Goliath. Like we yeah, need completely. It's such a it's such a good thing to be around. So when obviously wrestling gets a lot of negativity, especially at the minute, obviously we've had um, some very bad news recently with uh, Shad from WWE. Yeah. Um, oh fuck! I'm, not, I'm gonna this. I'm not good with um, Japanese wrestling. Um, apologies, Hannah. Hannah I, I don't want to like some try get the name wrong because that will sound really bad. But obviously Hannah's. Uh, Another one recently that's unfortunately just taken away life. It's it's yeah. This sees the the best of us and the worst of us. And yeah, hundred percent. I think not enough gets shown on the good side of this business. Like dark side of the ring is showing all these tragedies and early deaths and all these kinds of things. But I just don't want people watching that and thinking, "Oh, the business is absolutely shit. It's yeah. horrible." Because it's, it's not. Backstabbers, and it really isn't. No, I mean, ev- in every in every walk of life, you're gonna have bad parts and good parts. But for the most part, for me, it's been good. Um, like I wouldn't still want to be part of it if it was like a hindrance or anything like that. And like, it's done me the world of good. Yeah. Like I can't I can't even begin to explain how good it, it is. It's it's brought me friends, it's brought me confidence, it's brought me love, it's brought me all sorts of, you know, positive parts of my life. Yes, I've had some shit parts of my life with it as well. I've had, I've had a bit of shit with it, uh, a couple of trolls and stuff. But, you know, that's sort of what you get for putting yourself out there. No, it's not what you get. That's awful. I didn't mean that. I meant, um, it's... See, that's the bad thing about it. It shouldn't be what you get. It's not. It shouldn't be what you should expect to get if you put yourself out there. Yeah. But unfortunately, because there are some bad dickheads in the world, you know, there's always going to be someone who wants to shit on your parade. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think you might... Again, you might have just hit the nail on the head. I'm not giving you a lot of compliments during this podcast. No, cheers, mate. It's really fucking weirdly. But it is mm-hmm. that mentality of, like, if you're walking down the high street, you've got... No chance at all of being bitten by a shark, right? But if you no. go swimming, you're swimming in the ocean, even with the cage and the metal suit and all that sort of stuff, you kind of increase your chances. Now, that's not how it should be. You should be able to just watch, and that's just that should be one of the things. You're not there to poach yeah. them, it's one of the things. But you do kind of almost not expect it. And again, yeah, it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. But you do increase your chances of. Uh, attracting these kinds of uh, bad dickheads. Bad dickheads. Let's call it what it is. Bad dickheads. Yeah, bad dickheads. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that some people do take pleasure in being bad dickheads, and that's a shame because you know it's, it's just sad, isn't it? Really, it is. It's such a it's, it's such a hard because I mean, there's a lot of podcasts that, that focus on, oh, we've just watched last night's pay per view, say if it's Money in the Bank, whatever. Yeah. And then they, they tear it to shreds. And I think you've not said anything positive. And I know I'm no. kind of going off on a rant, which means I'm in a bit of a mood. I'm not in a mood. I don't understand why you would no. create 
do with the sole purpose of tearing something down. Just focus yeah. your energy elsewhere. Watch something you exactly. do enjoy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so bad dickheads about, but there's bad dickheads in every walk of life. Um, and, you know, you just, well, do what you can, innit? Like, if you can exactly. tell the police, tell the police. If it's harassment, get the police involved, which, you know, has, has been done before. And hopefully it might stop these dickheads from being bad dickheads, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, I've, um, I'll give you like a little story. I know you weren't here for this show, but it's the last pressing for your show uh, November last year. It's called Jeepers Sleepers. And mm-hmm. we had we had a, a crowd member chuck what appears to be a pine glass uh, oh, towards wow. the ring. So, and it's quite a long venue, um, this one that we were in, and they kind of chucked it from the bottom left of the venue over all of these people, which to this day, I don't understand how that missed so many. Um, It missed both of the Myatts, missed both of the Draper brothers, missed the referee, Tony, missed Magic Mark, there was a meter away doing commentary, it missed myself and um, uh, Jess that was working the door. And at this point, we were kind of like right before the match before the main event, and we didn't know what had happened. Just this glass hit the wall, and we don't mm. know what's going on. So the match has only just started, so the team's kind of separate. We're trying to work it out, and a couple of people start pointing down the bottom end. And mm. this just goes goes to show what the the good and the bad of this business. So there was someone, there was a fan that had, had come in. He was very very drunk. I don't know if he was on other stuff. Judging by mm. one of one. I saw, I would hazard a guess that he had it done. Now, we went up into it, because there's a, a bit of a balcony, balcony on this sort of side with a tier. Mm. We went in, and we started asking a few people, um, who just threw that? And there's a few kind of stories no one really knew, and because no one was paying attention, or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I asked this one gentleman, that, did it appear that he knew it was him? And he said, I don't, I don't fucking do nothing, go fuck yourself. Hmm. All of a sudden, I am thinking that it's him. A couple of people mm-hmm. came up, Magic Mark came up and said it was him, and a couple of other people said it was definitely him. Now, at this point, this guy was very, very agitated. I mean, he was so aggressive. He got right in my face to the point. Mm. I thought, if he's going to headbutt me, I'm going to take my glasses off. That's not one thing I need to be, you know, pay for again. Um, yeah. <laughs> the venue owner, a guy called Carl, he comes up. So it's just me and the venue owner talking to this guy who's getting very erratic. A couple of families with children, they leave the show because they didn't want any part oh, of God. it. Was, uh, yeah. Well. And at this point, he's on about not leaving. Oh, I paid for my tickets, I paid for my drinks. F you, F you, I'm not leaving. We're trying to calm him down, trying to get him to stop swearing. And we don't know what's going to happen. He, he's very much in a fighting stance. And I think, mm. oh, I'm thinking about everything. I'm thinking about the kids that are on other tables near him. I'm thinking yeah. of the I'm thinking of this, that, and the other. And then from nowhere, I look behind me, and there is Sheikh El Sham, G Wiz Bond, Mark Morgan, Henry T. Grodd. Um, everyone was behind me. The locker room had emptied, and they were stood behind me. Really? And I was, I, it was the best feeling in the world. I was like, oh my god, thank you, thank you. And we managed to get him out, and he kept. He did try to get back in until. His friend that was on his table went out and knocked him out, which is weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was weird. But just having that feeling of my entire roster stood behind me, going, we, we've got yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, it was, no, that is uh, cool. The absolute best. Yeah. So, yeah everyone no, that was there for that day. Is, yeah. the, the support that you can get from, you know, it's just incredible. Like, yeah, it is. It's just, it's just amazing. 
it's, it's kind of like being what well, I assume will be like in the Masons. We've got secret handshakes. Yeah. Yeah. We've got hot, yep. hot dogs and handshakes, you know. It's, yep. it's a weird. Yeah. Um, it is, it's like a bit of a secret society. You know, they say the business has opened up. And yeah, you could say the performances have opened up. But how we treat each other, how we put shows together, how yeah. we've got our own little language or that sort of stuff, that's still intact. So k oh, yeah. the point is kind you of know, still alive. I've literally been learning. It's only been since I've been doing drives with people. I've been learning words and what they mean. Like, I'm like, oh, so that means that. I've heard that before. But I'd only learn it. Like, you learn a lot on car journeys yeah uh, with people and yeah I, i've learned a lot of you know it, there is a there is a completely separate language and it's just like oh yeah, okay <laughs> I, I get it now so go, going from obviously a fan to a performer and promoter and all this sort of thing in a very short space of time would you give us uh-huh. a couple of examples of things that you'd either consider that this might happen and it really doesn't or things that you thought no this this doesn't happen this way but the business is kind of showing you it really does. I was very nervous about meeting specific wrestlers because of their character persona. Yeah. Um, so, for example, I was terrified of meeting Spike Trevay because he's, you know, renowned as being a bastard. Um, I was terrified of meeting uh, Dan Maloney because he's scary and, you know, he's seen things and, you know, he's he's a you know he's a big dude like. And they're all actually not breaking kayfabe, but they're all actually fucking lovely people. Like yeah. behind the whole character thing, and you, it's it was um, yeah. I was very nervous about meeting a lot of people who I've seen as a fan, and now I'm in the locker room with them, sort of thing. And yeah, it's just it's it's a very strange thing because then as soon as you get in the ring and they're in the ring and you're introducing them they turn back to that character and then afterwards it's like oh was that all right was that much and it's like <laughs> it's it's weird it's like it's 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 a very weird world and i absolutely it, love it it is there's nothing like it in the world because it's it's a bit Darren brown whatever whatever kind of show because he's not really yeah magic. it's a bit magic it's a bit soap opera it's a bit sport it's a bit bit misdirection it's so many different things in one that you can't see anywhere other than it's a wrestling show. That's what makes yeah. wrestling so bloody great. And, like, another thing was, like, injuries. Injuries happen all the time. And people say, oh, it's not a sport, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, right, okay, fine. Yeah, mate, okay. Yeah, we'll just tell that guy over there with a dislocated shoulder and that guy over there with a concussion. And, you know, mm. people who are actually putting their bodies through so much shit to do sports entertainment, it's like... Yeah, I've seen numerous concussions and stuff like that, and it's just just another thing that happens, isn't it, really? It's not even a big deal anymore. It's just like, oh, he's got a concussion. Oh, get him a glass of water, he'll be right, you know. <laughs> sit, him, sit him outside in the cold, that'll do. That's it, yeah, sit him outside, put his head between his knees and get him some water, he'll be right. I love it. I mean, like, obviously, injuries-wise, Ryan Lloyd, for me, this year is just... Oh, yeah. Was it, was it this year, end of last year? Oh, my, it was yeah, the end of last year, actually, yeah. thinking about it. It, it. So this year's been weird already. I thought it was this year. Yeah. What, broke his ankle in three places before a show? Oh, my God. That's insane. Like, I think, from what I can gather, he was warming up in the ring. He did a kip-up, landed on his ankle, and his ankle shattered and broke oh. in three different places. That's, That's insane. That is, that is yeah. really insane. 
because um, you did mention obviously yeah, these people being really yeah, sweethearts behind the camera and hopefully I'm not going to shit on his character or anything but my biggest one of those was Crater or Cyanide whatever people want to know him man yes he's the yep. more nicest guy though. he's a big cuddly teddy bear but if you saw yeah. him walking down the street you think oh shit yeah yeah, but whenever his music hits and he's got his uh, mask on, I'm still shit scared. But as soon as yeah, he the... takes the mask off, I'm like, oh, hiya! <laughs> yeah, the hairs on the back of your neck kind of go up because you think, if he wanted to kill me, he could pretty much kill he... me. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, 100%. But he's the most well-spoken, gentlest uh, guy ever. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of think almost the best bad guys in this business are the nicest guys behind the scene and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's something in that because I don't, I don't know. Like there's lots of you know, lots lots of good guys, lots of faces that are sound behind the scene, but it does mm. tend to be that the most wicked kind of villainous, cheeky, naughty people behind the scene do make the best good guys and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in fact, did you see the um, James Drake updated uh, uploaded a video of him and uh, Gibson doing a promo the other day, um, and they just giggle for like five minutes. Like, and it's just like they're trying to be like, we are the grizzled, and they're just giggling. And, you know, it's just, it's so funny. I love it. I allegedly can't wait for things to, to get back on board, but. Me too. They're, they're going to take their time, unfortunately. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. Is, yeah. is there any plans for a, a second fight, the good fight? I mean, obviously, I know this year is kind of a, a difficult yeah, one. Yeah, there was. Um, and I was literally emailing a venue and trying to get a, a date um i wanted to do it on national uh, world Me- world mental health day which was october the 7th i believe and i really wanted to do it on that day but there's nobody in the office at the place where i wanted to do it at and it's 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 i'm just going to do it next year now i think maybe february next year uh, when it's there's another world mental health day or a mental health week or something along them lines that i want to do it for um, so if I can aim for that, that'd be that'd be good. Um, so hopefully, hopefully early next year. Fingers crossed, absolutely fingers crossed. And of course, you've got press infused back in anything that we can do. You just Thank give me a shout. We are going to awesome. do. So we're going to jump. Into... <laughs> so we'll jump into the next segment. It's, it's the APA segment. Don't worry, Bradshaw's not here. It's all cool. But just ask Phil. Anything now? Some people are a bit shy about this when I tell them that this is what we want to do because I'm mm. a promoter. But come on, somebody chucked me under the bus. Ask me something that they're intrigued about or whatever. So if you got anything that you would want to ask me, either as a friend, a promoter, a performer, whatever. Hmm. I'm just trying to think, and <laughs> it's awkward. Everyone, everyone's so like so like, precautious with it. Yeah, it was so it was so polite. Um, um, I could go really all out. Do it. Uh, I don't know. Um, what, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> all all due respect to, to Dr. Pep. Yeah, whatever. No, just go for it. We can, we can take certain names out if we need to take certain names out. That's okay. Um, so, okay, I'll go for Have you ever um, had to work with someone who you absolutely despise and, <laughs> you know, fake face sort of 
oh, I've got this person here with me today, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to give names, obviously, because, you know, we're not dicks. Um, but have you ever had to do that where you've literally had to be nice as pie, but you want to smash them, like you smash <laughs> their face in at the same time? Yeah, there's, there's, there's been a few. I won't, obviously, I won't mention names or whatever, but whether it's... Um, as a promoter, people don't tend to come to my shows. Like, so if a wrestler wants to bring their friend and I don't particularly like their friend or another performer, whatever the case, that doesn't tend to happen. No one really comes to my shows if they're not a fan of me or yeah, anything like that. It's when I go to other companies, uh, whether it's at TNT, whether it's at Unstoppable, or any of these kinds of uh, these kinds of places. There's been a few. Um, obviously, I handle it professionally. Go up, say, "You yeah, do the handshake, hey, mate. Nice yeah. to see." You. And then I just leave them to it. Um, yeah. The, the people I kind of regret not rebuilding a bridge with, because whether we've fallen out through their doing, my doing, someone else's doing, and now it's just got to a point where it's been so long, it's now Too it will be awkward. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to take some names out of this. There's been, yeah, some certain moments where. Um, again, I won't mention names, but other promotions will sometimes contact each other and say, "I've got this guy on. He might be a ch- he's my maybe one of my champs. He's uh, a, a this, that, the other, whatever. Do you want to use him under my company's name?" You know, we said we said the company's name. Then I'm going to get some trouble um, <laughs> under, my, under my company's name. But I'll promote your show through my channels for having my guy on your show, and I've had yeah. it on that chips and say. I don't rate that particular talent all that highly, and then they've kind of taken exception to that. And even though I've given them my justifications why, they've just gone, oh, you're an idiot, you, you don't recognise talent when you see it, whatever. But yeah, again, this one, that one particular talent, if I see them, I'll go up happily say hello to them. I just don't particularly want them in my business. That's absolutely fair. That's absolutely <laughs> fair. I think we've got through that with uh, all bookings intact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we've got we've got to the third stage of uh, of this podcast, and it's going to be all on you now. So we've got three envelopes in front of me. Each one of these has got a different variant of a game or game show. Okay. Um, it could be. I've taken a game show from TV and I've tweaked it a little bit to ask you. It could be a Would You Rather. It could be a Snog Maria Voids. Oh, There's lots okay. and lots of stuff Amazing. in the envelopes. <laughs> so you've got to pick for me. Now, I don't know why I keep sealing these bloody envelopes because it just means I've got to keep ripping them. But <laughs> they, they are sealed and I didn't put well, one um, like the orders on, so I can't remember which one's in which. So you need to pick for me A, B, or C. B. Wait for B. Whilst everyone goes down the middle, you're such a yeah. game show uh, uh, contestant. Oh, we'll go, go for the middle. Nice and easy. <laughs> Let me get into this. Don't know why. I, don't, I keep fucking seeing I love that. Things. You've proper gone all out there. I like it's just it's just wasting stationery. Apologies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what have we got here? <laughs> we have got it's the family fortunes. So I'm going to ask you a question. There are okay. five top answers to find. Right. Now, if you get all five, you earn a, a, a drink next time I see you, what, whatever you want. It's all on you. And you win the star prize, whatever that is. Okay. So there's one question. A hundred wrestlers have been surveyed, of course, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, uh, there's five top answers and you've got three lives to do it in. So obviously try not to, to lose the lives. So are you ready okay. for this? Yeah. Oh, by, by the way, I am prepped. If you listen, to, I don't know if you can play this through. Oh, oh, amazing. Oh, I am, seriously, I am on the ball today. So the question is, we asked 100 wrestlers to name something they ashamedly miss about being at the shows other than performing. Three lives. So, friends. Oh, I've mean, uh, got a certain amount of sounds, but I'll make a ding noise. Ding! It is the very, okay, very tough answer. Yeah. That's four more to find. We're all about the love. Four more to find. Um, fans. And the survey says, ding! That yeah. is number five. So we found the top answer and number five. So we've got three more to find and three lives. Okay. Um, the car journeys. And the survey says, probably second ding, ding, second top answer. <laughs> um, Two more to find. Uh, the... Oh, like the travel snacks and like the rider sort of thing. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we've lost a life. So first life gone. So two to find okay. and two lives. Um. Oh God. Um. 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 <laughs> Just like the backstage banter, like the. You know, like the locker room banter. And the survey says, ding, we've got the banter. That is answer number three. So you've just got one more to find. One more, got, and I've got, got two score. lives. Ugh. The smell of deep heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ah. Um. God. Um, um, Come on, you've only got one life left. You do need to tread carefully on this one. Oh, this is really difficult. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. What do I miss about shows? I've said them all. Um, Bear in mind, it's wrestlers, wrestlers that were uh, surveyed for this, obviously. So it's what they so say. Like, yeah. I'm so worried what like you're going to play with it. Okay. To win the game, is, is it match planning? Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, my. So it's all three lives gone. So you have to buy the drinks next time. That's, that's just Deal. how it Okay. What was the last answer? So the fourth and final answer that you were missing was keying your entrance music. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's one of oh. the things when your music kicks in, it it's makes just you feel bullyproof. It really, really yeah, does. Yeah, you if do. You've yeah. Ever felt that? It's such a nice thing. 
like even I have it as 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 a ring announcer. I have like my own. Like, I have I now have my own band playing me out, like sort of thing. I use my own band music, and ah, as soon as I hear that, on stone, I like your style. I like it's 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 yeah, it's a pop. Amazing, amazing. But you are going to get your chance to get your own back a little bit now. So if you want to get up on your soapbox. You've, I'm going to completely hand the floor on over to you. You've got at least a minute if that's what you want. If there's anything that you want to get off your chest, now is the time to do it. It's completely okay. open mind. Lucy, Let open me short. sit up. Right, okay. So, my rant was going to be about Jamie Oliver and how he took away Turkey Twizzlers. However, um, in light of being positive and stuff, I actually messaged him the other day and apologised for anything bad that I've ever said on social media about him. So I'm going to give him a bit of a thumbs up and well done for being a, a good egg, even though he took away turkey tizzers. Um, So my actual rant is going to be middle lane drivers on motorways at night. So for anyone else who drives and they do late night driving, which is a big thing in wrestling, because wrestling shows usually finish later. But the one thing that annoys me is people who just sit in the middle lane when they're not overtaking anything. Like, what is the fucking point? Like, you're not overtaking anything, so just move over. Like, if something comes along where you have to overtake, then go into the overtaking lane. But don't just sit in that lane, because that means that then if I'm in the lane that I'm meant to be in, the slow lane, so to speak, and some dickhead's in the middle lane, that means I have to go into the ultimate fast lane to overtake that bell end because they're just cruising along in the middle lane when they should be in the slow lane. And you don't want to undertake because you're not a bad Bad, a bad egg, you know what I mean? Um, so I usually just overtake them and then indicate straight back over to the slow lane as if to say, that's where you should be, now get there, dickhead. And they really annoy me and it, it really, really, really annoys me, middle lane drivers at night. That's it, dickheads. Wow. <laughs> I feel so much better for that. I, I drove home last night um, and I, it was late night and I, I had to come across one of these dickheads and I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <sighs> did, did you I feel better though? Yes, I do. It's like being on room 101. Have you ever seen that? It show? is. Yes, I would definitely put middle lane drivers in room 101. As, like if we didn't put the disclaimer at the very start of this podcast saying that a few naughty words are going to slip through the net. I think yeah. just with that rant, and I think we're on about 22 swear words within the space of many 10 seconds. It's fine. Oh, the, 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 the thingy's there, so it's, it's all good. Is there, anything <laughs> that you, is there anything that you want to plug before we sign off for the day? Just to keep being awesome with everything. Um, you know, just positive mental attitude goes a long way. Um, we'll be back to being in our wrestling little bubble soon, hopefully. Um, and it's just made me realise how much I fucking love it. It really has this time away from it. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, I love wrestling, it's meant. Um, yeah. To follow you on social media and check out all the good stuff, whether it's Fight the Good Fight 2 or whether it's just your own performances, anything like that, where can they find you? Um, at Ms. Lucy Openshaw, so MS Lucy Openshaw, um, that is me, um, on all of the old socials. 
One question for you before we do sign off, and I, I really should ask this more often because I think wrestling uh, sorry, names in the the business is quite like it's something that really intrigues me. Why are you under your own real name? Was was there any consideration? I, I couldn't think of a decent one to be honest. I tried, um, <laughs> but I just couldn't think of anything. And then I was like, well, Openshaw's quite, you know, it's quite a. And you don't hear it that often, apart from the place in Manchester. You don't really hear the word or the, the name Openshaw that often. And I just thought, eh, I just, I don't know, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of regret it in a way because it, it, then it is literally, that's me. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, but then again, that is just me. I, I'm, I don't, I don't play up to a character or anything. I am just who I am. So I think, yeah, it's just me. That's an absolutely perfect line to finish this on. You are you. And... Yeah, I'm me. I fuck up. It's all good. And, you know, that's me. I'm that, I'll never pretend to be anything that I'm not. Like, I'll, I'll always go into something and be like, yeah, there's a strong possibility I might fuck up here. There's a strong possibility it might go wrong. I might get your name wrong. I'm really sorry if I do this. I'm sorry if I do that. And I'm like, but that, I mean, that's just my gimmick. I'm shit. That, that's basically how I've been plugging it for like the last year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Boot me, I'm shit, but it'd be entertaining. Boot me, I'm shit, but I'm all, I'm all, I'm all right. I'm, I'll make a light out of it. You know, I'll try me, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. That is, that is amazing. That's why I want to get you on the show today, and I've not been disappointed. I mean, I have put a pound in a jar for every time you've sworn. I now need a second and third job to pay it off. But Yeah, you know, done it you know what? Exactly. Don't say that. That means I've got to do it. <laughs> such a dick. I'll go halves with you. I'll go halves with you. Oh, you see, again, such a good egg. I am so happy <laughs> got you on the show today thank you for making time thank for you us. for having me absolute pleasure lucy stay happy stay healthy and thank you so very much you're very welcome look after yourself dude i'm gonna go walk a dog <laughs> enjoy thank you dear <laughs> thanks for listening check out pro wrestling for you on all social media platforms and stream our back catalogue of shows over at pw4u on demand.co.uk